How's it going, folks? I'm Graham Boyd, Xbox Live's AC Bongos, and you are listening to My Xbox and Me. Hello, and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 134. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the beast from the Northeast. Gary, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Good, good, I'm glad. How are you? How, how is life? Taking up to number three spot, try and stop me. I love how now you're speaking on this week's video version of the podcast via bits. Appreciate it. Uh, hey, hey. <laughs> if, you, if you didn't know, this is our weekly Xbox podcast, episode 134. You can find us on all podcasting places. That's a lie, but you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play, of course. Also, you can get us the YouTube version on youtube.com slash me. Um, I had to think about it. I want to start playing up somehow. I need to get into the rigmarole that we are episode 134 and we've never missed a week. And I feel like when I tell people that, they're more impressed than the fact that you've got an Xbox podcast. It's when you've never missed an episode that's the important part. All week streak. It's crazy. We're better than The Undertaker. He lost to WrestleMania. We didn't because we've never been there. Screw you, Undertaker. Um, Fight me. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, how you been? What's cracking in the world of Gary at the moment? Oh, you know, this, that, the other, couple of those things. It's all good. It's all good. 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 Glad you, glad you could uh, really yeah. elaborate on all of that. I, really, I, I really appreciate it. Elaborate. Like, if I said eggs, it would be a really interesting inside <laughs> joke. But... <laughs> yeah, got you. Um, yeah. yeah, well, life is just sort of life at the moment. I suppose that's why we talk about Xbox on this show weekly. Yes. Imagine if this was a live podcast that lasts about 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, God, it would be awful. Um, yeah, trust me. Should we Can get we into what's in your box? Day. Should we go straight <laughs> yes. in there? Um, Are we going straight in? Go straight into what's in your box. What have you been playing this week, Gary? What's in the box? Um, are we talking about State of Decay now? Or? We can talk about State of Decay now, or we can talk about State of Decay later, or we can talk about State Is of Decay it... whenever you want. Is it topic of the show? No. That's what okay. Then. Topic of the show is our, of course, our AC Bongos interview uh, that I recorded last week. Uh, so if you're here for that, there'll be a time code, I guess, somewhere. Maybe I'll do that. Who knows? And if you're not, just skip along. You'll find it. I don't know. So you'll hear from AC Bongos and myself. We spoke about uh, the state of Xbox at the moment. We spoke about um, the adaptivity controller. We spoke about his day-to-day job, about how it's changed since he's moved to America. Um, I got about 45 minutes with him, which was amazing because I was I was thought I only to get half an hour, but he really went in depth. Um, it's probably one of my most shy interviews, actually. Um, I was kind of... Um, do you know what it is? We did it over Skype as well. And Skype is horrendous for latency and lag. So, like, it was super frustrating because, like, I, I went once to ask a question. I would talk over him a little bit as he was finishing and yeah. stuff like that. So, it was really frustrating for me because I'm like, oh, that looks like I'm a bad interviewer. I'm not. It's just, it's not as quick as Discord or even yeah. YouTube or uh, Google Hangouts or anything like that. So, it's like super frustrating that it was over Skype, but I'm just happy that we could get the interview. So we'll hear from him a little bit after what's in our box. So yeah, we can jump straight into what State of Decay though. Do you want to, have you played? State of Decay. Played for about two, two or three hours. Okay. I'm really smashing it this weekend. So okay. it's kind of like just a taster as what I've managed to play. What's your initial thoughts then? It's very similar to State of Decay. 
it is extremely similar. Um, yeah. The one thing I said, uh, and I've been saying it on the stream, obviously I did a stream yesterday with uh, Greg Miller. If you've not watched that, go to youtube.com slash mcfixer. You can watch awesome. the whole thing. Two and a half hours, Greg was with me playing. I uh, want to give a big shout-out to anybody that listened. And I'm going to give a special shout-out to my boy Snowbike Mike, because I know he's listening, who did a big donation on the stream and uh maybe hit my goal for the month so i appreciate that um but yeah me and greg we played for about two and a half hours it was really interesting and surreal for me um it was one of those things where it was uh, do you know what it was it's like afterwards it just doesn't feel like it happened but it did happen but like video evidence (laughs) yeah yeah but like i've had so many different encounters with greg and if you don't know who greg is it's greg Miller from kind of funny um at game over greggy um and I've always had positive interactions and stuff like that. We spoke about certain things and stuff like that. But to just sit and play a game with him, like, because he's not an Xbox guy, it's like, you'll never, I'm never, when they do like the game nights and stuff like that, it's always on PlayStation. So I never get to play. And um, to be able to just sit, me and him, just us two, fucking around playing State of Decay 2, it was a lot of fun. So yeah, if you've not watched it, awesome. youtube.com slash mcfixer. But to get back what, to what I was saying, um, to me, people kept asking, how's it, how is it, how is it, how is it? For me, it's more State of Decay. And that is a good thing and a bad thing, in my opinion. Um, I I think when we spoke about State of Decay being more State of Decay, I felt like my opinion was, that's a good thing. Yeah. Until I got it. Right. Um, when I'm about... I need a six-hour stream today, alone. So I am... I'm probably about six, four, nine, about 10, 11 hours in, something like that. Um, I'm having a ton of fun with the game. It is a ton of fun because it is State of Decay. Um, the problems I do have with the game are I don't enjoy the multiplayer, if I'm honest. Okay. Um, I enjoy the multiplayer from uh, a gameplay uh gameplay where it's like us fucking around and i played like today with fishy and uh irish and uh okay nope and um it was a lot of fun we're fucking about we're doing silly things but they do the thing where they restrict the area so you have to stay tethered to the host and that's super stupid and annoying um you can't all go off into different places you can like the circle's pretty big but it's still not what I expect from an Xbox One game. I expect but, that from a 360 to PS to original Xbox game. I don't expect yeah. that from an Xbox One game. Um, it's the other. The, that wasn't the problem though. It weren't just the tethering what annoyed me. It's the color coded boxes that you search. So if you play multiplayer, what happens is you will be given a certain color, which like player one is a certain color, player two, etc., etc. So when you go into a building to search for things, you can only search the boxes that are your color. And what that does is you go in and you really struggle to find your boxes. And it just makes the game kind of annoying and a mess. Um, I... So, right, because I've been playing it single player. Okay, I just yeah, want to on, no, make sure I understand this. So when I go into a building in, in State of Decay, obviously, like, there's, like, four containers, let's say. Um, so are you saying, like, so there's, there's, is there more containers to search in the building? No. But you can only search a couple of them and someone else can only search no. a couple. So what it is, it's, it's not like, so it's like, what, maybe, mm, sort of. So what it is, so what, say we both go into a bedroom, yeah? Yeah. And there's right. a wardrobe Loving there, so and, of course, there's a wardrobe there, and there's a, a bedside cabinet there, like left and right. right, for those that are not watching the video version. Like, usually, 
as a single player, I could go in and search both of those. Oh, so it's right. right? So I'd be right. able to go in and I could search for that and I could search that. What could happen is we could both walk into that bedroom and there would be uh, an orange for the orange player and for the green player. So we could both walk into that bedroom and neither of us could get any of the stuff. Only the two other people playing with us could get that stuff. So then you have to really go searching funny. around the house trying to find the boxes, the, the, the items that are color-coded to your player. Which to me is just silly. It just it doesn't make sense because I thought I was trying to think about it today actually while I was playing, and I was like, why have they done this? Why have they done it? Have they done it so inventory marriage? Someone doesn't just pick up everything. But you you get over incumbent. I said the word wrong again. You get over. You can't carry as much stuff. I'm trying to be smart when I'm not that smart. Um, you you can't carry as much anyway. So even if you went in the house first and picked up everything. There's a house right next door that you could go into, Gary, or anybody else. Yeah. I don't understand why they've done it. It just doesn't really make sense to me. Restricted um, the amount of loot that people can get, but it's a loot for granted. It's a game based on loot. Like it's re- like instead of you having like the yeah I, yeah, it's just it's a loot based game. Like you go in to these places to find loot. Yeah, I I don't I don't think it's they've restricted. They haven't really restricted it. I think it's more a case of I think they may have expected people to all go into one house at a time. Yeah. we've all been playing PUBG long enough now that yeah. nobody goes into the same house. The only time you go into the same house well. is when you need help. So, yeah. and if I'm going to sprint over to you because I need help, you're going to hear me scream for that. So I don't yeah. feel like we need, oh, here's some boxes here for you. Here's some boxes here for me. Here's some, like, and then like when we go into a big warehouse, it's like I could enter from the left-hand side, you could enter from the right-hand side and all my boxes could be on the opposite side. It's just like, or just scattered around. It's just kind of annoying, if I'm it's honest. It's really with you. arbitrary for no reason. It, yeah, it's. I think, but that's how I feel about the whole game. Which again, I don't want it to seem like I'm negative. I've played 11 hours. And I'm going to play so much more. I'm probably going to thousand do the game like I did the first one. I think I did. Um, I love it. I love it. It's a. It's the most realistic zombie survival game there ever is. It's the most realistic zombie sim game there is, bar yeah. none. There's there is not yeah. another zombie zombie sim game out there close to State of Decay. Uh, permadeath, um, building bases, going out and scavenging items, whether that be medicines or building materials or ammo, um, keeping people happy, people being able to coming across other um, human characters, which is something they've added in on this, where they are uh, neutral, happy, or um, a threat against you. Um, there's tons of stuff they've added that makes it even more um, a quality game. But the problem that I have with it is its bugs. Have you experienced any? Yeah, I've seen a few. Nothing I, major. I, I've, I've experienced yeah, I yeah. so many bugs. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be unfair of me to sit here and not talk about them. Um, my problem is that this is a second party exclusive for Xbox. And, and I don't... I don't agree with how like it's a big one. It's a double A. It's not a triple A. No, I don't mean in terms of the game size. I just mean in terms of they don't have many, many. exclusive games. So I this think, is big for them. I think yeah. every exclusive Xbox have is is a big one because they have nothing, yeah. which is where the problems lie. And that's why I feel really let down by State of Decay Two, which is, I maybe I'm wrong. I'd love to be a fly on the wall, but it feels like it was. Shit, God of War's come out. Shit, Detroit's coming. Shit, Horizon Zero Dawn. Shit, 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 shit. From an Xbox point of view that we have to get this out. I'm sorry it's broken. And it's like, no. 
we I get it, and I'm not the one comparing this to God of War. And I'm not the one comparing this to all these other brilliant, fantastic, marvellous PlayStation first-party games because I'm an Xbox gamer, and this is where I want to game. But, that being said, I expect a level of polish um, when it comes to a Microsoft-exclusive game. And I did not, and I have not, and I am not getting this with State of Decay. And that's what frustrates me the most, is that... You've given, you've given me, we are playing, you didn't give me anything, um, just to be very, very clear, I didn't get a review code or anything like that, um, we are playing a buggy mess, in my opinion, multiplayer at some points is unplayable, like, I'm fine on single player, I didn't experience many bugs, as soon as I played this multiplayer, and sorry Gary, I'm not going on a little bit, um, what's got this podcast for <laughs> um but like for me it's just like come on this is this is an xbox exclusive this isn't this isn't undead like i i i kind of expected it with the first game and that had certain bugs and again because it was just single player they didn't have to worry about dedicated servers this game doesn't have dedicated servers no ah. wonder why there's lag there's lag, there's frame rate issues, there's cars flipping over, going crazy. I walked into a town and fucking, there's just buildings everywhere. It's just awful when it comes to a game, like coming to it from a game. Like you do not expect this from an exclusive game in 2018. I'm sorry, you don't. And that's how I feel. Maybe you feel a little bit different audience, I'd love to hear from you. Um, but come on, like that's that's not what we expect. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, no, 100%. I'm, like, the dedicated service thing, it's like, it's Microsoft. Unless I'm mistaken. Unless I'm mistaken, but I'm almost sure I read that it hasn't got dedicated servers. Which Even if t- even if it does, like, that makes it even worse that it's like this buggy. It's Microsoft. They have all the money. Like, I think they that's, have all the money. <laughs> that's my point as well. It's like... I have an Xbox One X. I'm very fortunate that the community come together and bought me an Xbox One X. This thing does not run good on an Xbox One X. Jesus. So I can't imagine what it would have run like on my fucking VCR player or on my Xbox One S. That I know, I guess. But, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I've got an X. Like, I'm, gonna talk, I'm talking like I know I didn't pay for it, but I'm talking, trying to talk from the consumer's point of view here. I yeah, paid oh. all this goddamn money for this Xbox One X so it can run things better and then the exclusive game that you've brought up runs like I'm not going to swear as much as I usually do because I try to not to but runs very very poorly like what is going on like generally I don't I just don't understand where who thought this was okay and why they thought this was okay to put this game out like this because it's a fantastic game like, let me not confuse you. If you've never played State of Decay before, play State of Decay 2. The, the UI design is so much better. It's cleaner. It all makes so much more sense now. Um, they've added and built upon the world uh, in a fun and interesting way. Um, there, there's, there's new guns. There's new features. It's, it's, it's a sequel that feels more like a 1.5 than a 2. But like, it's priced appropriately as well. It's, pri- it's priced appropriately, and obviously we've got Game Pass, but I'm not giving this a pass just because it's in Game Pass. Hey. No, I'm not doing it. I re- I am. I'm re- I really do feel passionate about this because I feel like they've they've 
and I say they've, but someone's done us wrong here as an Xbox audience. I really do feel that way. And I'm seeing the reviews and I'm like, okay, I'm trying to put myself in their position. The ex the, the reviewer's position. Gary, you're our reviewer. And I get why it's getting fives and mediocre and and sixes and do I think it deserves that from a gameplay point of view? No. I think the game is fantastic. I think the concept of the game is fantastic. I think everything that we love or I love about zombie games is in State of Decay 2. But it doesn't have the level of polish that we expect from an exclusive game. Please carry on. I'm sorry I ran a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fair enough. I mean, obviously, like, I know all of the bugs. Um, I've read about them. It's hard. It's hard to, to to avoid that kind of thing. I haven't experienced too many, but then, as you've just said, I haven't played the multiplayer yet. Um, so and that's I'm where I've experienced a large portion of my bugs, and that makes me not want to play the multiplayer. That sucks because the multiplayer was like one of the big features, and but it's what we all asked for from the first game. Was like, oh, yeah. what do we want from this game? We want multiplayer. Perfect. Yeah. They slap multiplayer in, and it. Maybe I'm wrong, or maybe I'm just experiencing more in multiplayer. But it's just there's problems. Yeah. Well, your experience is your experience. Like you can all only can talk, talk about. about your experience with mm-hmm. the game. Like I've had bugs for sure. Like uh, doors are a really bit really funny oh, one for me. Yeah. Like I mean, as 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 much as like it's impossible to fucking close them. Um, like I'll come up to to a door in my home base, and it's it's open. It looks open. Well, it's not open. Yeah, <laughs> like you just run into this invisible, invisible. Yeah, and then you just open it. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> like, if I'm running from zombies and that fucking shit starts happening, like, um, I'm in trouble. Yeah, there's that. It's doors. It's not only doors. It's excuse me, cars flipping. It's um, ladders. There's not a dedicated button to go down a ladder, so you walk towards the ladder. And Greg had this problem where especially with the multiplayer, because of the lag so bad, that he was walking towards a ladder, and as he walked oh. towards it to make it go down, he'd just fall over, and then your yeah. player gets injured. And then you need to go back and heal them, because that's how the game's designed. And there's interesting features with, like, the plague and stuff like that. There's so much good stuff in here. I really, really, yeah, really, really, really want to, exp- like, say how good this game is. Uh, but... I think I'd be doing everybody that listens to this show on a weekly base, um, no matter where you get it, a disservice if I didn't tell you about the problems with this game. And yeah, I, if I overhyped how good it is, because I do think it's that good. It is a good game. You you would you would buy the game or get the game and go, well, fix, you said this was a good game. This game is broken. And yes, at certain points, the game is broken. Like, I have to... If I play multiplayer, sometimes you can't see... Like, you know where you go and get all your weapons and you store everything? Yep. You just can't see that. Oh, my God. I so, mean, you have to... Basic, so, today, I had to... Today, when I jumped into Fish's game, mm-hmm. I had to go in the game, didn't see the box, left. Went in the game, didn't see it, left. Hard reset my Xbox, went in the game, did left. Come back out, change character, there it was. Bloody Jesus Christ. Okay. For yeah. a game where if you you've got too much stuff, you can't play it pretty much. Yeah, it's like the loot is the important part. So I couldn't drop can't... off any loot because yeah. I had nowhere to drop off the loot. Brilliant. Yep, absolutely brilliant. That's a game-breaking bug for a game that's all about loot. Yeah. 
thousand percent with I you. I don't bring chat into uh, stream often, but okay, no pin chat. Who played with us today? He says, "Yeah, I didn't see the bo- I didn't see the box at all, so I just gave up." That's not the experience he should be having with an exclusive no. second party game from Xbox. No one should be having that issue. That's ridiculous. Like in a game which is designed around loot. like loot, you need to be able to interact with the loot. <laughs> it's just basic and fundamental. You're absolutely right. This is a really good like game at its core. Yes, hundred percent. Um, I love the 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 uh, the plague hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the new like plague the new plague zombie mechanic and the yep. way like you, people can get infected and you've got to go out and you've got to find the tissue to make cures. Love that stuff. That I'm really getting into the the loop of of going out to secure buildings and scavenge and, and find the loot and upgrade the, the base and all that yeah. kind of stuff. All that really good stuff from State of Decay like yeah. as well like, is really good. But like if it's as broken as I'd heard, and clearly it is because you know, you're telling me it is, then that's fucking inexcusable. Yeah, like yeah, I say, that, that, that bug didn't happen in single player, but only in multiplayer, but it's just not good enough. Um, yeah, but if you only play that, if you only play that game multiplayer, multiplayer. because you only want to play that game multiplayer, then you, you're fucked really, aren't you? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, the good stuff they've added, and I suppose we can go on this a little bit. Um, I've already ranted enough about bad 30 minutes into the show. Sorry, people wanting the oh, AC Bunkers interview. I apologize. Um, but yeah, the good things are they've added certain new mechanics where obviously you get you if you come up against plague zombies, you can get the plague, and uh, you need to get back to your base and make a cure, or if you've got a cure on, you can use it instantly. Um, that's a really, really cool mechanic, and it's something that gets you literally terrified when you get it, because it could be your 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 team captain or your your base captain. It could be your medic. It could be your your um whatever your 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 gardener. Which why is your gardener out there? But you know, you know how important that person is to your to your base. Um, they've added that. They've added the um like I said the the random um encounters with more um human players which are so they're very hard like they shoot and they hit and you will die which is really cool and really fun um there's yeah there's a ton there's a ton that's good there really is like i say if you want to see some gameplay go watch the stream i did with greg on uh youtube.com slash mcfixer or get in my twitch archives twitch.tv slash mcfixer i've got like i say i've got like 10 hours worth of gameplay just sitting there if you want to see some gameplay um but yeah, I, if you're asking to me, should you buy this game? Yes. Or no, go get it on Game Pass if you haven't got Game Pass. Pay the £7 for the month and play it there. Um, I feel like you will know very quickly if this is your type of game. Yeah. Simple. Within the first like couple hours, you'll, yeah. you'll figure it out. Yeah, 100%. Anything else you want to add before we, <laughs> before we leave State of Decay, I guess? No, I'm good. Like, like I agree with what you say. Like, it is a good game at its core. So, like, if they can iron out the bugs quickly, I hope they can. If there's a patch instantaneously, I would be yeah. so happy. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Anything else in your box this week, Gary? Yeah, a few things. I obviously, I was talking about it last week. I did the uh, the the ten hour uh, indie game stream. So I've got a couple of games from. No, you said um, eleven hour. Did I? How many no. hours did you do? 10. Well, disappointed. Over where? Where did you do this? Uh, Saturday. No, where? Where was this? 
twitch.tv slash Oh man, course. we gotta bring up your promo game. Look, man. We're getting there. We'll get there one day. Look, um <laughs> just, it's been a long day, okay. <laughs> I got you. Um So I played a game called I played the first episode of an episodic game called The Council. Um, which is new. It's really good. Um Ooh, it's okay. like it's like imagine a telltale game. Yes. With some RPG mechanics. Okay. And boss battles that are conversation. Based. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So you basically you've got stats in like three different categories, um, which is like manipulation, detective, and occult because it's a supernatural based uh, storyline. Cool. Um, and that unlocks stuff like politics or science or psychology. And then when you're talking to characters or characters are talking around you, like there's a scene at a dinner table where loads of different characters are talking, you can these characters will have will say things like say two characters are talking about politics and you can get some insight into that conversation if you have the politics skill if you don't you won't and you'll miss it um and the characters also have different vulnerabilities and immunities so when you're talking to them in conversations you can use a skill as as well as just picking like a dialogue option like you can use a skill like say manipulation Mm -hmm. to start manipulating them to do something or like to do the thing that you want them to do. Say like you want them to give you something. You can use a skill if you have it. Got you. Um, or you can just try to do it normally through normal conversation if you don't have that skill. It's okay. really, really interesting the way it's all been designed together. It's kind of like the next evolution of of that kind of telltale type narrative adventure game. Yeah. yeah. Um, Another one. What, what's it called again? The Council. The Council. Okay. Hmm. It's definitely oh. worth checking out. There's two episodes out now, five so far um so it's not f- like all out yet but okay fair super enough. interesting fair enough fair enough all right what else uh the other one i want to talk about as well is laser league laser yeah so i might uh, you might probably might remember me talking about this but but beginning of the year no <laughs> maybe not you but i don't remember there. i don't remember what we spoke <laughs> about last week let alone you yeah. said the beginning of the year yeah. but uh, yeah i was talking about laser league at the beginning of the year um it's a th- 2v2 or 3v3 competitive multiplayer game it's like a top-down thing okay um and instead of just fighting in an arena like you don't directly attack the other players what you do is there are these like laser towers that will spawn uh in the level and you have to run run over them to capture them for your team okay so then if that laser hits an opposing player it kills them um and like there's different power-ups and there's different character classes that do different things, but basically, yeah, some of the laser towers will move in certain directions. Basically, that's what it is. So you, you're you're all running around doing all this stuff, but you're not directly like fighting each other. You've got to you've got to essentially like capture these laser towers so that you can make the the arena more hazardous for the enemy team and then kill them that way. Again, uh-huh. it's another one that's really, interesting. really interesting. They both yeah. sound very interesting, to be fair. Um, if you head over to Twitch.tv/slash Words About Games and find the ten-hour indie mega stream VOD. Uh, laser leagues at the beginning, the councils at the end. You can check both of them out for a bit of gameplay. Cool, interesting. interesting. And they're both really, really good games. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. No bugs. No bugs. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> um, can't help but notice how disinterested our MC Fixer looks. Your way it is. I'm trying to concentrate on about ten different he's, things. Yeah, he's and- listening. I was. I was really listening as well. <laughs> Maybe that's my disinterest look. I really do apologize if Fine. it is. Um, anything else? Uh, no, that's everything. Um, yeah, I literally. No all, PUBG. Yeah, all I've got on top of that is FIFA. 
and uh, PUBG. So, cool. Nothing else to really speak about. Well, it is topic of the show time. It is the time you've all been waiting for. Sorry, live chat, not you. Um, right now, we have our interview with AC Bongos. Uh, like I say, I really do want you guys to pay attention to the end. Uh, we speak about the adaptive controller that Xbox is just putting out. It means a lot to me in my heart. We didn't go too deep into it here, but I, I did have a disabled cousin. Um, I know a lot of disabled people. Um, because of that, I know how important this is and it's definitely something that was important to ac bongos and he really wanted to drive home um how proud he is of the xbox team and the xbox community about this controller because the ones that care have been loud and clear about it so here's the interview i hope you enjoy it sorry about my nervousness speak to you in a bit hello and welcome to my xbox and me a special interview with myself mc fixer uh, i am sitting alongside Graham Boyd, 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 let me say it right before we get, everyone will come for me, so I know how it's going to go. Graham Boyd, social media marketer at Xbox. How are you, sir? I like how you said we're sitting alongside each other when we're like 6,000 miles apart. To, to be fair, I do it with my co-host as well when he's in Newcastle. So, you know, it's the, yeah. you know, I'm alongside you, the internet, we're all together, you know how it is. Yeah, right, it's the global world, isn't it? That's the wonderful thing about the internet. That's how we do it, that's how we do it. Um, thank you so much no, again good. for taking the time, no. I appreciate it. No problem at all. Thank you for asking, it's a pleasure, it's uh, it's great to be. I've been, trying, to I've been trying to get some, uh, some more the big wigs at xbox on this show so oh my god um, i, did I can prom- do the big wig that's, that's what i need <laughs> um, <laughs> don't call me a big wig <laughs> no definitely de- come on if you don't know who ac bongos is and you're part of the xbox community um what do you tell people when you start off and you introduce yourself to when you're okay when you're at a barbecue and someone asks what you do what is it that you do in your day job what is it what what is your job uh so i yeah i tell people i work at xbox yeah um, you know that's always first and then you know you get you get varied reactions to that like some people are like immediately really really interested and yeah. uh, that's great um you know and other people are kind of like they've heard about it before you know and stuff but it's uh uh i guess they're not like you know they're, they're not like immediately like super excited about it but yeah. I love I love telling people about it. I love talking about it. like I'm really proud to work at Xbox. It's a, so it's a, a thing. yeah, but you know I tell people I work in marketing and, and social media marketing especially and oh, yeah. um you know I don't tend to tell people that uh, like I do like uh, you know some on camera stuff and that I don't yeah. usually like start with that but you oh, know yeah. people are interested in them. but yeah you know, more about like the social media side and marketing and and working with the teams here and. Uh, you know, working on announcements and projects and things like E3 and stuff. Yeah, yeah so it's good. It's, it's... Don't leak anything. I don't want to get in trouble, all right? Just don't, don't oh, tell no, me no, about no. everything, all right? I'm just, and I want the surprises, so don't ruin E3 for me, all right? Come on. You know, the, the funny thing about that is that, like, you know, I've, first of all, I've worked here long enough to, like, be pretty careful about, um, you know, saying things I shouldn't say. Yeah. The other part of it is that, you know, I still love like I still love being a gamer and like being interested in games and um, part of working at Xbox and working in the games industry in general is that a lot of the surprises get ruined for you Yeah, because it's stuff you're working on or you know about it or you hear about it in advance. Um, Yeah. So there's a lot of times where like people will say to me, Oh, do you want to come and see this trailer that that is, you know, is going out tomorrow or something? I'm like, no, no, I just want to see it when it goes out. That's brilliant. Especially at this time of year, you know, when E3 is yeah. coming. You know, I, I still love those moments at E3 where it's maybe like, even in our 
conference when it's a trailer that I haven't seen yet. Yeah. I might know it's going to be there, but of I haven't course. actually seen it. And yeah. still that like that rush of like, holy oh, crap, God. I haven't seen this yet. This looks amazing, you know? Yeah. And then I still get it with the other, uh, you know, the PlayStation conference, Nintendo conference and stuff um, and the other their publishers. But yeah, it's it's nice to still have some surprises even for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's like it's to be honest with you. Since I've I've been trying to work in the industry for about two years now, and I've been covering it, my Xbox and me's been going for about two years. We're on the hun- This is our hundred and thirty fourth episode. Never missed a week. That's so serious. very proud. Very that's very awesome. very proud. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was something that we when we put it together, I was like, I want to cover Xbox. I want my thing was this was my whole plan was I want to go work for Kind of Funny, which is obviously how we connected. Um, yeah. Which we'll get to that. We'll jump into that a little bit, but um. And I was like, what do Kind of Funny not have? They don't have a dedicated Xbox guy. Greg, love you to bits, but you're you're a PlayStation guy, obviously. And I was like, yeah. someone's got to go in there and be the Xbox guy. And I was like, I'm going to be that guy. So this is how this all become, which is interesting. Nice. You're it's... working your way in there. Oh, man, That's I love true, it. I love it. I mean, Andrea like flies the flag for Xbox a wee bit on there. Yeah. And I know Gary kind of says that he's... Um, now he's got his one. Uh, like a little bit more on the Xbox side, right? Yeah. It's but yeah, no, it'd be nice to have like someone. Oh, someone's, they've got a PlayStation guy, they need an Xbox guy. So just fly me over, guys, I'm ready. Um, <laughs> yeah, for, for me, it's. You, you to me, are so important, along with Major Nelson and Mike Yurabar and everyone, because I feel like Xbox is finally getting faces where I feel like PlayStation. And obviously Nintendo have always had them. I feel like you guys are really being pushed on camera. Obviously, you're doing a lot more on camera stuff now with um, the shows and stuff like that. Is that something that you drove for? I'm going off script a little bit here. I apologize. But is that something that you drove for? Is that something that you wanted? Or is it just something that kind of happened to come about? Uh, You know, well, I think, first of all, Major Nelson, like, deserves so much respect um, for really pioneering that whole thing yeah i mean really he was the first person in the, in the whole games industry to you know to start a blog to yeah. be blogging kind of like behind the scenes stuff you know within a big company right yeah of course uh, to be giving the gaming community like this look behind all of the marketing and the pr yeah. and the hype uh, at what kind of really goes on you know and he started doing that i guess it's probably 2003 or 2004 right which crazy. is crazy to think about it yeah, yeah. You know, before Twitter, before Facebook, before YouTube, all of those things. I don't even remember a time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, and, and like, I think he was, you know, he's probably the first or certainly one of the first. I might be being ignorant there, but I think he's one of the few first people to really do that in the games industry and probably in a lot of entertainment industries as well. Um, you know, and that's he's really kind of blazed the trail for how that works definitely within xbox yeah and then i think it's it's gone out to other um publishers and and console manufacturers in uh in the games industry as well and i I think that's a great thing right i think i think being being having people within a company that have a more direct connection with the audience and with the community in general is like a really positive thing and it really shortens that distance between feedback and the company and the people within the company that yeah. can make a difference and make decisions and, and changes. And I think Xbox has done a really good job of that over history of like shortening that gap. Yeah. And I'll be totally honest and say that we, we had a real blip um, around the launch of Xbox One where that gap felt like it was really getting far apart again. 
but I think you know one of the things that I'm really proud of again about Xbox is that you know we 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 saw that happen uh, and we made a lot of changes uh, and it was really difficult I mean that was a difficult time you know um, but a lot of changes within the company within the products and within the way that we you know take feedback from the community and interact with the feedback you know, and I look at all the things we have at Xbox now in terms of, yeah, you've got these, you know, you've got Mike and Phil and Aaron and Larry, of course, uh, of course you know, yeah. and me to some extent. Now, I don't put myself on the same level as those guys. I'll put you there. You're there. You're, you're, nice. you're, you't getting there. Trust me. <laughs> not, not as many followers as them. So, you know, no, <laughs> guys, AC Bongos, everyone, come on, go for the AC Bongos. If you're not doing it, you're doing it wrong. Uh, come on. Maybe I need to change my gamer tag to something that's like easier to spell. No, just... like, no, you've been AC Bongos for so long, you can never change it. It's, it's, for me, it was. I remember when I first come across you and across your content. Obviously, I've watched a ton that you did with. Um, is it Xbox on? Am I right yeah. in saying that? Yeah. And I obviously that whole and then like learning, obviously learning the industry, being a student of the industry and just learning names and learning what people do and stuff like that. Because I think when you first come in, you think like everyone makes games. You're like, oh, everyone's a game developer. And you're like, oh, no, these people are not game devs. And that's sort of why I mentioned like yourself um, and obviously Major Nelson, because I feel like, like you said, it's someone we know that you play games. We know that mm-hmm. you care about games. You know, look, you already said Nintendo, PlayStation, you care about all games. You don't want spoilers for shows that you have to be right. spoiled on. Like, it's part of your job. But um, yeah. for me, that's just it. For me, anyway, it, it puts me at ease. And I know that obviously there's PR and there's PR. But then when I hear you talk, I know it's truthful. I know that you're playing the games that I'm playing. I know that you care about the product. And obviously, yeah, we did have a blip with the, the launch of the Xbox One. But I think the way things have changed now. Nah, it's so amazing, in my opinion, to to think where we was when Xbox One launched. I say we, like I have a, a stake in Xbox, but I've been covering it for so long. It's sort of just where my you head do. is. Um, as part of the community and as a fan of Xbox, you do. And I think that's that's we kind of lost sight of that a little bit. And, you know, I look at all the things, just the way that the the companies run now and the, and the people and the faces at the company. And then things like, you know, the Insider program and yeah. the, the like the constant feedback that we're we're not just like saying oh we'd like to hear from you give us some feedback there's teams here who are actually building whole tools and systems and putting them into the product i've got one sitting next to me here as well i'm doing that come here come here come here quick (laughs) and uh you know to to facilitate that you know so it's not just lip service it's actually like super serious about this we're going to spend money on it and we're going to you know uh, take it yeah take it really seriously um you know and like you know to your point there like you know, I came into, you know, I was always a gamer when I was young. I came into the industry, like, I never planned to work in games, basically, right? Yeah. I, I went to uni and did English and film studies. I did a postgrad in journalism. And then, like, I was like, oh, do I really want to work on newspapers or do I want to, like, write about something I care about, yeah. you know? So just com- blind luck, I got into um, being a, a video games journalist, you know? And then it's just kind of, like, gone and on and on. And here I am. And I'm always really grateful for that. And genuinely like i've got two kids now and a wife and lots of other things going on so i wish i could play more than i actually do yeah but i just i just love games just, yeah i've just yeah. got the fiance part and it's really hard to, to play games even there <laughs> i'm lucky oh obviously I'm, wait I'm... until the kids come along yeah i try i can oh gosh let's not have that conversation don't let her hear you she better not listen to this um yeah like obviously for me i think obviously when you probably started there wasn't things like patreon and stuff like that i'm fully patrons i'm fully friday come friday for uh, patreon and stuff like that so for me yeah. it's 
I have my core audience that's already Xbox audience fans, and then we just build and build and build, and we've just built up this this amazing community, which I'll touch on to, to how we actually were connected. Obviously, my my amazing community of the my Xbox Me community and the kind of funny community bought me an Xbox One X, which I knew yeah. nothing about. Like I knew literally, I knew nothing about. My fiance just got a message from uh, a couple of people in the community who we talk to and play with every day and then they sort of sorted something out to get an xbox one out here and it was just like this is crazy like this is this is ridiculous um obviously you saw, you saw me crying like a baby um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it was great though i loved that yeah that was really the first time i'd sort of properly uh, seen you and you know just seeing that video shared and like it's the amazing thing about you know obviously your community and the kind of funny community as well yeah. is just that you know, there's real, like, it, it is a community in the truest sense. Like, it's a group of people who genuinely care about each other. Oh, and and that, that video for me was just, like, I mean, obviously it helped that it was you were getting an Xbox rather than a PlayStation. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> but it, that video for me was just, like, the, the perfect embodiment of what that community means. And, and like, yeah, it's, that's, it was amazing. It was it's great cr- to see it's, you. Yeah, it's ridiculous, like I say. But I think it's, like, just testament to xbox because it's just like we all have love for this one thing and then i've built uh, mr moody i'll give him a shout out which is someone that i've met at egx and hugged and i know his wife and i know his life and i know everything about him that all started through an xbox it's yeah. just crazy. It's just ridiculous. Um, let me, I better get through some of these questions because otherwise fans are going to be sure. like, you didn't answer my questions. So let's do some <laughs> fan questions real quick. We got one from Ben Jack and he said, uh, with the release of Red Dead Redemption 2 coming out later this year and mm-hmm. it being the first proper Rockstar game properly developed for current gen consoles, uh, do you think, he says, does he think, it almost messed me up, uh, do you think that Rockstar are the kind of developer to push the boundaries uh, of what these consoles can do. Absolutely. You know, I, I think uh, the, the thing I love about Rockstar is that, you know, they do things on their own time, right? You know, they've kind of, I heard, uh, I was listening to Podcast Unlocked this morning, actually, and I think Alana uh, made the point on there that they've earned the right to do things yeah. on, on their schedule, right? Uh, and also, they're making a ton of money as well. So they have the money to do things. It helps. <laughs> But I think the benefit of that is that, you know, they they care so much about the craft of the games that they're making yeah. and they put so much time and energy and, and resources into that that it, it shows, like it, it truly shows, you know. Um, I thought it was really smart what they did with Grand Theft Auto V, like waiting. I'm not saying that they deliberately waited, but the fact that they were pr- they were one of the last, you know, big triple a huge games that came out at the tail end of that console generation yeah so they they could juice juice every ounce of power and everything that everyone had learned from working on those consoles and put all of it into that game and then of course it also gave them the opportunity to like make the game even better and bring it out again on the next generation of, of consoles and i just thought you know from a business point of view that's incredibly smart from like a game development point of view it's incredibly smart and then you know obviously just for us as gamers it means we get this incredible honed product you know which is yeah. is and i I'm, shamefully i still haven't finished the the campaign in that oh, game oh come it's, on it's awful isn't it <laughs> i feel so bad about it it's, so, it's one I, of my top five games of all oh time. yeah no, Honestly, i don't I love, I, it. I love it i love it yeah 
I've been playing Grand Theft Auto games li- literally since 1997. Like when the first one came out, I had it on my PC. Yeah, me too. Um, I didn't even realize at the time that it um, was developed in Scotland. You know, when I found that out a few years later, I was just like, oh my God, this, this you know, this is my game. Yeah. You know, and I've, I've finished them all through through four as well. But for some reason, I've just never like, I stalled on five. And a, but anyway, I'm going to do it. I'm going to yeah, get back. You should, you should. It's, it's, obviously on Xbox One, it's... It, the load times are way better than when it was on the 360 yeah. as well, and it's just, oh, and you play it in first person. Yeah. It's just so good. So good. But yeah, you're talking about, so I'm kind of getting off topic. Like, no, so Red Dead, <laughs> you know, I haven't really seen it, and I, you know, you know, I I want to be respectful to Rockstar and kind of, you know, just be careful with what I say about it, but I think they're absolutely the, the, the developer and the team that can, can you know, they push the console hardware in amazing new ways i think they push game design in general in amazing new ways i love the you know i used the word craft earlier that's what it is like everything they do in their games is craft like the voice acting the scripting the environments like every little detail is just it's got so much like talent and craft and love poured into it and nothing feels yeah. rushed like ever i don't ever feel like with a rockstar game anything feels rushed which we know because they delay games which i'm always a, a i love if you're going to delay a game it means it's for the bell it's not going to be what not gonna be a worse game by delaying it so for me it's, yeah. i can wait it, yes it disappoints people i get that but with a rockstar game for me i'm like I can wait. I'm not actually the biggest uh, Red Dead Redemption fan. So for me, yeah, for me, it was one of those games that I just, for some reason, just didn't click with at first. I did complete it in the end uh, because someone in the community challenged me like, yo, you better complete this game. I was like, all right, so I'll give it another go. And I did. (laughs) And um, for me, but I'm still super excited for a Rockstar game on the Xbox One. For me, I just, I can't wait, especially on the Xbox One X. It's going to, it's going to be Oh, yeah can't wait um, can't wait i love the first one the, the first one actually it came out just before my first son was born okay so i remember sort of i was on paternity leave and i remember like playing towards the end of the game while i was on paternity leave and then actually finishing it in the xbox office in the uk just as i went back after paternity leave got and it's got that amazing like probably the best end sequence to a game i've ever experienced and in fairness I haven't I'll give you it, I'll give you it. <laughs> but again, just the like another thing I love about Rockstar is that they cra- they build their games in the way that like good Hollywood or good TV shows build their products. Do you know what I mean? There's real narrative focus and heart to it. And like the the last trailer for Red Dead Redemption 2, like I've watched that probably 30 times now. And it and every time I, it feels like like it feels like a trailer for like the biggest new HBO show. Yeah, like I don't know what in, you mean. Or the biggest Netflix original show ever. You know, it's it's got that kind of like weight and gravitas to it. Yeah. So and that's so that's really exciting. And then knowing that you're actually gonna be playing it rather than just sitting there watching it is incredible. So yeah, I can't wait for it. And I've just got I've got nothing but respect for Rockstar. I just I love the way they handle all their assets and how protective they are of their ip and yeah. and that they take their time and and that you know they're scottish 
which of, helps. Of course, of course. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, great. Don't stuff. Worry, I'm with you on the Scottish part. Uh, shout out to Ross Miller over at uh, the Reddit Party Chat podcast. He actually co-founded Hello, Ross. Podcast. Yeah, he, he co-founded this podcast <laughs> with me. So shout yeah. out to Ross. Uh, yeah, nice. he's doing some good work. He's doing some good work. Uh, let's move on real quickly, and uh, we got we got a question from Larry Michael who says, "How has your job changed since moving to the US?" Obviously, we reported on it when you did move because it was big news because you're a big guy out there. Uh, any new foods you've tried? Uh, also, please ask Major Nelson to get you back on the podcast. Ah, uh, funny. Did you just say you reported on on I the news? I reported when you moved. When you moved, you? From, yes, of course I did. <laughs> Might be a slow news week, but definitely did it. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's very kind of you. That's nice to know. Um, yeah, it's, so it's been eight months now. You've been out here. Um, job hasn't, funnily enough, the job hasn't changed that much because oh. I was I was kind of already doing this job in the UK for about a year. Um uh, and then, you know, the opportunity came up to, to come out here and be closer to the, all the people that I was working with while I was in the UK. Just obviously helps that I'm on the same time zone. I'm in the same building. I can sit in the meetings, which is all nice. Um, so I guess from that point of view, it's changed because I, I feel much more connected to everything that's going on here in HQ. And, you know, the, I guess the challenge for me is that one of the nice things about being in the UK was that I had a slightly different perspective on things. And, oh, yeah. and I was sort of like, I guess because I was I was outside of Xbox HQ here in the US I was kind of I had the I, I was I need to make sure that I stay focused on like the UK market the European market and other markets around the world as well and that I don't just like just focus on oh I'm I'm here in Redmond now and that's yeah. all that matters you know so I'm constantly like trying to remind myself that and hopefully doing an all right job of it but yeah, it's been it's been a ton of fun, and it's it's great to be here. It's kind of nice for me because like I see senior people in the business, you know, more often. Like so you you you'll see Phil in the building, or you know, I'll get a chance to talk to Mike or be in the meeting room with Aaron Greenberg and Mike Nichols, who's our head of marketing. Yeah. Uh, so that that's exciting, and it's it's you know it's it's fun from a professional point of view as well because you know you can have good productive conversations with with senior people so so that's been good um in terms of food um i don't know actually <laughs> so, uh, i got i did um i went through the usual thing of like coming over here and you know the portion sizes are big and like there's loads of really nice like comfort food and stuff so I did. I did put on a bit of weight, definitely over Christmas, especially. Um, as you do, but I, as you do. yeah, exactly. I think everyone does. I got um, contentment. I'll be honest. Since I've been with my fiance for seven years, I was like, I'm content now. I'm content with life. I just got you know, <laughs> get a little bit health, bit healthier, but I'm content. I'm all good. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a healthy outlook on it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't really know about food. I just, there's nothing that's like. I mean, I guess I was coming out here. Yeah, I was coming out here quite regularly anyway. So there's nothing to the things I do really love. Like I love, um, I love chicken wings, right? Oh yeah. So, yeah, and like you know, they have like buffalo chicken over here, right? I I really like buffalo sauce. So like even last night, actually, I had some like buffalo chicken sliders, which were amazing. So that was really good. <laughs> and then um, and fried chicken, but. Uh, unfortunately i mean i think this part of america isn't like is not really known for its fried chicken right we're right up in the north uh, west um so like i've had a bucket from kfc i think (laughs) but there's a a 
apparently there's a really good fried chicken place here called uh, Ezels, I think, or Edzels. So I'm going to need to go and try that out. Um, but yeah. And then the last bit of that was, oh, Larry getting me on the show again. Getting you back on the uh, the podcast, yeah. I think you need to ask for that. Look, we need to get lots of people on Twitter. Start like, the Twitter campaign yeah, right now. Who's on the show again? <laughs> I think that's, 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 like, that's how petition. it all works, isn't it? It's like everyone just sort of, if something gets like, oh, I didn't realise you wanted it. I didn't realise it's like, exactly. build it up and it will happen. Totally. So there you go. That's that. Uh, we got one from Paul Stewart. It's our last fan email. And he says, how important is the UK uh, to the gaming industry? And can you see the UK becoming a more important uh, part of game development and gaming growth thanks to the success of Sea of Thieves? All right. Uh, yeah. Um, Big question. Well, first, first of all, it's hugely important. UK is massive. You know, from a business point of view, UK is huge. Like, uh, you know, if you look at console install bases or number of games sold or any of those measures, you know, time spent on like online gaming services like Xbox Live. Yeah. You know, the UK is right up there. Um, uh, so, you know, hugely important from that point of view. You know, and I think from a game development point of view, UK's always had an incredible heritage and history in game development. Um, you know, so, you know, we, we talked about Rockstar already. You know, yep. came up through Scotland, you know, DMA design first and then now Rockstar in Edinburgh. And and, um, and then Rare is obviously another great example of a really storied, historical um, UK game developer. Yeah. So, yeah, hugely important. Um, and I'm really delighted for, for Rare uh, on Sea of Thieves. Like, you know, I think for a few reasons. Like, I think, you know, Rare went through a period where they were maybe working on things that they kind of, uh, you know, this is my opinion. Yeah, that's all it is. I think they were maybe working on things that they felt they had to work on rather than they wanted to work on. Yeah. You know, and Sea of Thieves and, and, and even Rare Replay were, you know, it was a move towards Rare working on things that they really cared and loved about and, you know, the, the games that they really wanted to make. You know, and I, and I know Sea of Thieves has been a, a real passion project for them and a labour of love. And, yeah. You know, and they've had a, an interesting few months, I would say, but... You know, we just on Inside Xbox yesterday, we, we announced the date for the Hungering Deep DLC. And then there's six more coming this year, or that's one of six coming this year, you know, expansions for Sea of Thieves. So I'm really excited to see how that game like evolves over time and how the community goes with it. And I think it's like that game is like built really well to it's almost like I sort of think of it at the moment as this amazing foundation, right, that then gets a lot of cool stuff built on top of it over yeah. time right I, yeah and... I, I, I'm, I'm very similar to you really where i i i've, I've spoken about it on the podcast very a lot and said I, i'm not happy with where the state is in the game right now due to the fact that i just think there's not enough content but i i was lucky enough to go to the studio when egx was about so i got to meet the team and i know how much hard work and passion and love there is for this game so i know that's not it so for me it's a case of just stepping away until there's more in there for me to do more but the people that love it absolutely adore it trust me i get eaten yeah. alive every time i say something bad so it's like <laughs> it's which is brilliant for me because i love that i love the feedback is like well why what am i missing i always feel like if you can tell me what i'm missing in a game because some people do it's like well you can role play and you can do this it's more about fun than the progression system etc etc for me, it's like, cool. And obviously, with the new DLC coming out, hopefully that can bring me back. I feel like with these games and services, there's so much to get from, especially when you cover it yeah. uh, for a job. It's like, 
you can't invest the amount of time it is to become a pirate legend because you've got to move over it's to tough. this, this, and this, as I'm sure you know. Um, yeah. It's just a pain. But it's it's the people that love it really love it. And like, for Ray, like I say, got to meet a load of the team. And uh, they're fantastic, fantastic yeah. guys. Yeah, oh, they're amazing. They're amazing. And you're spot on. Like, they, you know, they are working so hard um, on that game, you know, and they never stopped. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, oh, they shipped it and let's let's all go on holiday. You know, yeah. like they've been absolutely nonstop and they've got this content pipeline, which is, you know, they've got tons of stuff that they're working on. And I think it is one of those games. It's like you take from it what works for you. Right. And you don't I don't think you need to be playing it like all day, day every day. day. Out, yeah. You know, I think uh, and what I hope is that like when Hungering Deep comes out, there's things in there that, to your point, bring you back. Right. Yeah. And then when the next expansion comes out, you say, oh, right, I'm going to go in and back in and check that out. You know, yeah. and you have the experience with your friends and it's, it's, you know, it's a pretty it's 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 like a really social experience, isn't it? You know, oh, it's yeah, not definitely. Game. it's about like having a laugh with your pals. And and if there's new things to play with down the line to you know to have new laughs with your pals and yeah. new adventures then then I, i've got high hopes for that game so yeah i'm really excited and you know i think it's great i'm just feel really happy for rare there it's a great studio and they're they're really genuinely nice people there as well so. yeah 100 100 so, i know yeah. i haven't got you for much longer so let me quickly slide in these quick ones um right. how much do you love him working on inside xbox for me i love inside xbox i love the fact that we once a month get a slice of xbox of what's happening and we get to see it in in such a for me i love the production quality of it um it's not a youtube show of what you would assume like i do youtube shows out of a spare bedroom so it's not that it's yeah. higher production which a lot of i know obviously kind of funny and people like that have it as well but it's like yeah. it's on a level where you see things that you wouldn't necessarily i think the first episode was fantastic for CFE, seeing behind the scenes in the studio. Obviously, I think because I'd been there, it's more like, oh, you guys get to see it now. You get to see where the music was made. You get this, this, and this. Obviously, this week's episode was about a state of decay. How much are you enjoying working on it? And how, it's for me, I feel like it's a great way for Xbox to control the narrative on content that comes out. And mm. not in like a, in a, like a PR way, but more just like we're talking about games with people of the industry. Like, are you enjoying yeah. doing it each week or, or each month, I should say? Yeah, I absolutely love it. You know, I, the things I really like about it is that it's, you know, it's regular, right? It's it's really the first time that we've done, like, a monthly yeah. regular show of that type um, where we can learn, right? So every episode, we're really looking hard at it and saying, okay, what went well, what didn't, what are we hearing from the community? You know, I kind of have... So I'm obviously on camera on Inside Xbox, right? Yeah. But probably, I would say that's probably like 10% of the work I do on Inside Xbox because oh, okay. everything else is our social support around it on the Xbox channels. Yeah. And then post-show, we do a ton of like reporting and looking at all the data and all the feedback from the community about how the show went. You know, so we can see, okay, where where were people watching? Where did people drop off? On our all of our social content, what got the biggest numbers essentially yeah. right which which parts of the show really popped wow, sure. right and then getting all the insights from that you know and, and and kind of most importantly of all looking at what the audience in the community and xbox fans are saying what did they like and more importantly what didn't they like yeah and putting that all into okay here's here's how we should try and change things for the next show or going forward right 
and that to me is actually this the more satisfying part of working on inside xbox because it's you know it really feels like we're we're trying and we're able and we're implementing change which i think will improve that show because like i like i love working on it i think it's great we're doing it i love the show i think we can get better um so my like I was, you know, I was going to ask you, and I'll, and I'll, I'll say this to your, your listeners as well. Like, I would love to get honest feedback and, like, you know, constructive feedback. Of course, Tell- that's literally that's my audience. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, I get tweets. Like, I saw a couple of tweets yesterday. It's just like, oh, that show was shit, and you're just like, well, you've obviously got an opinion, and that's that's great. You're and I want to hear to it, but yeah. yeah. But, but you know, tell me why it's shit. Yeah. Like, why do you think it's shit, and why, and how. What would you like to see, right? Because How do you make it better. Yeah, we genuinely are listening and yeah. like can make a difference. It, even it, like even if your opinion is, and like I say, I value negative opinions more than positive opinions because yeah. the negative opinions we can try and change. Positive opinions are awesome. Yeah, and they, they show that you're doing a, a good job, but you can only maintain a positive opinion, right? Yep. <laughs> negative that, opinions you want to get into positive opinions i think the question i always ask my audience for this show and any shows that i do outside of it is what can i improve and i the one thing i hate is when no it's perfect no it's definitely yeah. not perfect <laughs> so like how yeah. what is it like because i think people i think it's hard especially with twitter and stuff like that when you've only got so many characters to put your point across and then context is key because obviously you don't know someone's yeah. tone so it's like I don't like this. It's not like it can be read like the way I go up. It's I don't like this. It's not like that sometimes. It's I don't like this, but I like this. And da, 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 da. Yeah. for me, for the show, I love it. Um, I would love to see more people come in and out of the show a little bit more. Because like I said, I'd love to elevate more faces of Xbox. Um, right. I love, what is the mixed race gentleman? The, 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 who does the social media? What's his name? Rikari. I love him because as a mixed race man in the industry, you don't see many in the industry. And obviously I love being on camera. That's what I would love to do one day. And seeing yeah. him, I follow everything he does now because I think he's great at his job. He's a great host. And I, more of him all day long, honestly. 100%. I, let, Rikari's help, amazing. Get him on this show for me. I love him. Honestly, I think he's fantastic. I'll put you in contact with him. Please, Definitely. Rikari's a legend. Yeah. He's, um, he's, he's had a funny few months because he does all of our Xbox Live sessions. Yeah. So like, if you follow him on Twitter, you'll see like, like even in the last week, he's been to like he was in LA, he's yeah. in Miami, <laughs> he's off to Atlanta today. It's just like he's all over the place doing these mad things, like you know, playing games of Usain Bolt and then playing basketball in Miami with like hip hop stars. <laughs> so I'm just like, mate, do you Living even life. like? <laughs> yeah, it's like, do you know where you are right now? Because this is like he's, he's like, all no, over. No, he's I a good. Got a clue. Yeah. All right. Well, so I'll let you... cool. I'm interested to hear like. So you're saying you'd like to see more faces and people see, would, Obviously, I'd love to see Phil on there at some point. I'd love to right. see Aaron Greenberg get on there. Obviously, Mike. Obviously, just I'd love to see more people, maybe who we don't know um, yeah. in the industry and people that are maybe some more influencers, um, mm. big Xbox fans, not like fans because you don't know what they're going to say, but more like influencers, people in the industry that are working their way up. Um, yeah the Xbox equivalent of Greg Miller or something like that. It's just so it's like, because I know, I know from you guys that it's, it's, it's a show and it's, but like hearing someone else's opinion who maybe doesn't even work for Microsoft, it's like, oh, they're being honest. Like maybe if it's like, oh, that was cool, but do, 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 do you know what I mean? Like maybe a little yeah. bit more of a conversation. It doesn't always seem 
so conversational is very teleprompter which I love, like I said, because I love the polish of that, but maybe a tiny segment where we could do something a little bit more off the cuff for me. Well, yeah. That's just I like going off the cuff. Okay. <laughs> the hardest part of this interview was like putting down a load of... Sh- I'm like, no, I just want to... Oh, no, I've got to... Yeah, let's do this properly. <laughs> Here's some questions. I'm not going to throw anything crazy at you, but I just love a conversational piece for me. Yeah. But that's just no, I think you're right. I think that's really good feedback. You know, the, I was thinking yesterday, one... The one thing I do like about it, because it's a bit longer, yeah. and I, I, I think we need to work on the length and the like the rhythm of it almost. Oh, yeah. like the, yeah, pacing. I think, yeah, pacing, yeah. Sometimes I think it gets a little bit long and slows down a bit. But when we're doing interviews, I like the fact that we've got a little bit more time to actually talk to the, to the interviewee. Like, Whatever I really is, enjoyed yeah. my interview with Sean Murray from Hello yeah. Games, No Man's Sky yesterday, because it felt like... It wasn't just like, okay, when's the game coming out? Tell me the top three features of the game. Yeah. It felt like we were able to like just dig in a little bit deeper on, you know, the experiences that they've had and yeah. how far the game's come. And and I think that's a really like, it's such an interesting game because obviously it comes with a lot of baggage, and 100%. I think especially in the Xbox community, um, people have a lot of like prejudices and preconceived notions about what that game is, is based yeah. on what it was two years ago right without even playing it as well i think yeah was, even myself i've not played the game i my playstation very rarely gets turned on as everybody knows gathering right. dust so for me yeah. i'm like i'm not buying that game it's like but why i don't know enough about the game maybe i learned a little bit more listening to you guys obviously interview sean murray but yeah i think we all have that pre pre-notion because of what we heard from uh, PlayStation is like, oh no, let's give it a chance. Let's listen to what's yeah. got to be said. So yeah, a game definitely deserves a chance, you know. And I think the simplest way to say it is, when that game launched two years ago, you know, I mean, two they've worked on it for two years. Yeah, there's four like pretty chunky um, expansions that they've already released. Yeah, and then there's a fifth, which is what's going to release with the Xbox One version uh, on July 24th, right? So it. I mean, essentially, it's a completely different game, right? So I would kind of like just encourage everyone to to look past their sort of knee-jerk, oh, no, I'm not playing that, yeah. to just give it a chance. And, I, and that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, go out and buy it no. and give it a chance. It means, like, hold tight and look at the reviews Do and research. what people say about the Xbox One version when it yeah. lands in july because you know i mean that team is really small and i think obviously they've had some challenges and issues and it must have been such a difficult time for them but i do think they deserve at this point like benefit of the doubt and yeah i hope it goes well for them i really do cool i will let you go thank you so 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 much no worries where can people find you let's uh, let's, let's get those numbers up yeah go 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 I just, I just wanted to mention as well that so you you have seen this this week we we announced the xbox adaptive controller uh yeah, I and that. it's just yeah i just kind of wanted to like mention that and sort of say thanks to to everyone in the xbox community especially for like the huge support and like the positive vibes we've had from that product it's you know it's an amazing thing like and i, I can't take any credit for it but there's there's big teams here that have been working on that thing for years and years and years and and it, and it is important to me personally though because like i've i've 
worked with Special Effect in the UK, the, the charity. I was literally going to add that on at the end. <laughs> yeah. So they, they've been doing this kind of work, like making sure that people with, you know, all kinds of disabilities of any age can, yeah. can access video gaming. And, you know, I've always been really pleased to, to work with them and support them. And, and, and they were actually kind of involved in the creation of this Xbox adaptive nice. controller, which, you know, just makes me feel great. Um, so, you know, I would just to kind of like, you know, say thanks to your listeners and to the Xbox community. And like, I would love people to kind of go and look at the videos that we've put up on YouTube about that product yeah. uh, so that they really like understand all of the like amazing sort of expertise and all of the there's a whole bunch of charities from around the world who have really consulted and really added to what yeah. that product is. And when you kind of like really understand all of the reasons why that product's important and all of the like just amazing technical things that that make it so much easier for people with disabilities, um, you know, to access gaming. It's really inspiring. So, um, I know yeah, people made... in this community already, people like, who are part of this community that have said they're buying one um, mm. because it will help them. Um, I know for me, I've got a disabled cousin. I had a disabled cousin. She passed away, but I know it would have helped her. I know for me, it, it's. I had, my tweet was, um, "This is some well done Xbox, yada yada. This is not something that's going to move units, but it's moved me as a person or something like along those lines." Because nice. it's for me. Because for me, it's a case of there's no there's no there's no PR spin on this. This is something to help people. This is something to bring more people in to be more inclusive. To and I'm all for that. No matter what race or dis- disability you have, just fantastic to bring people together and for xbox the people the team that i love um to do this i think it's fantastic so thank you for bringing that up because i would have i would have probably missed that at the end so well yeah thank you thank you to you and the team no it's my pleasure and and you you know i'm sure you know about special effect but i'd kind of encourage people to look at what they're doing especially if you're from the uk yeah thing i love about them and you know uk-based charity they're pretty small but they do a ton of you know they do a lot more work than they should be able to because they're so small yeah. and they're such nice people and like you know they're doing incredible positive work uh within the video games community right and i think often we hear about negative things within the video games community mm-hmm. like i think we should focus on and talk more about these amazing things that happen in the games community and special effect for me are just one of the sort of one of the the best groups or uh, you know and groups of people that are they're doing that work so yeah brilliant 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 i'll put a uh, link in the description below for special effects 100 yeah, um let's plug 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 and get you out of it let's get those numbers up so twitter what you at, <laughs> at ac bongos am i correct mate i'm ac bongos everywhere so yeah you, so twitter <laughs> xbox live instagram i mean i guess that's it really that's the yeah. three that are that's the one yeah. that that's the one we need the numbers up so go and follow AC Bongos, That's, please. But you know what? I'm just shy of 90,000 followers on Twitter. And uh, so I think I, I need about 700 to get to 90,000. But I was saying to my wife, wouldn't it be cool if I got 90,000 around E3? Um, so, yeah, you know, if you can give me a few more, that'd be yeah, great. We, we will try our hardest, sir. I promise. <laughs> I promise. All right, guys. Back to your normal interview. Thank you very much. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview. Again, like I said, sorry for my shyness. I do apologise. I'm not usually shy, but I was a little bit never, starstruck. Never known you be shy. I know. It's, it's, it was, do you know what it was? I think it was having someone of such magnitude who doesn't consider themselves any more than us. Honestly, speaking to him, it was just like, I don't even like things being told to me. Like, he, like, list, like, I know you haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, because it's not at, um, yeah. for 
people we record this and then edit in um so listen to it it's interesting it's fun um i can't wait for people to get in i did speak to him again and say hopefully he can come back on the podcast um and uh speak to both of us and be on a show which i think would be amazing so we will try and get that to happen if you want it to happen tweet at him he says it in the interview if you want something to happen let him know and if we all come together it can happen so definitely tweet at ac bongos i want to talk to him so please everybody would if you could just tweet at him that would be lovely (laughs) yes 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 um time for an ad and it says hi guys my name is mike lynch i stream as much as i can but i'm a student and finals are a thing so i don't have a set schedule but follow me on twitter at mike lynch 8645 to stay up to date with my stream change your twitter handle change it god damn it gary this is your segment coming soon what we got? Oh, yeah. I've got one, two, three, four, five games on the coming soon list this week, Mr. Fixer. The first one, I'm just going to get it out of the way. We can't do the guessing game with it. Or at least I'd hope we couldn't. On May 25th, we get Dark Souls Remastered. Never heard of it. Is that a game fact, where there's souls no, that you collect that, that are wrong, that It's been delayed. It did get delayed. <laughs> it did get delayed. This list is wrong. We've got four <laughs> games on the coming soon list. Cool. I'll just pretend that didn't happen then. Yeah. Can you just edit that part out? No, that definitely good. not. That's too oh, much editing. Damn it, Fix. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if the rest of this list is right now well um, we'll just have to okay. assume so we've got four games all four games are coming out on may 29th so i don't need to read the release date again the first one's called shift quantum it's a game where you shift quantums Welcome to Shift Quantum, the latest version of our immersive experimentation uh, experimentation system. Mm-hmm. Shift the world, twist your environment, bend your mind to unveil its secrets, and solve each brain-drilling level while experimenting your own custom levels on other subjects. No, so basically, thank no, thank you. It's like a platformer, and you can like twist the world around. It's black and white. No, nope. nope. make... it, it sounded black and white. No, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it is black and white. Yeah. The second game is called Agony. It's a game about how you are in so much pain in your heart that you can't take it anymore and at the end you may actually commit suicide. Wow. That's pretty bleak. Well, I've been watching 13 Reasons Why. That's sort of where my head's at right now. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, fair enough. Agony is a first-person survival horror set in hell. You'll begin your journey as a tormenting soul within the depths of hell without any memories about your past. Ah, Special ability to control people on your path and possess demons gives you the measures to survive. Okay. I'll allow it. It's got a nudity tag on Steam, so that's interesting. I'm in! That's all I needed! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The next game is called Moonlighter. Moonlighter. It's about... It's a platformer. It's a puzzle platformer. Where you use the light to traverse the world. Moonlighter is an action RPG with roguelike <sighs> elements that demonstrates two sides of the coin, revealing everyday routines of Will, an adventurous shopkeeper that secretly dreams of becoming a hero. They all, you know what? All these games are fucking roguelike or Minecraft-like or action RPG. This is some bullshit. And the last game is called Die for Valhalla. I've heard of this. I don't know what it is, though. You die for 
a person called Valhalla. It's an action RPG, road-like RPG indie darling with Minecraft and Roblox. In the land of the Vikings, a monstrous portal is opened. The Great Old Ones is plotting to take over the world. Chaos spreads far and wide and the party's just getting started. Novice Valkyries, along with their new mysterious friends, set out to save the world. What could possibly go wrong? And it's like a side-scroller action game, like Castle, Castle Crasher style. Oh, okay. I'll allow um, it again. It's full play I'll allow it as well, alright? I'm allowing them all today, apart from that first one. Two black and white. I'm black and white, and I can't have anything else that's black and white in the world. Apart from okay. other black and white people. Cause yeah, I suppose that's fair. We've got to stick together. That's fair. Or not, I really couldn't give a crap. Um, moving on. <laughs> Should we get into the news, Gary? Let's get into the news fix. Let's talk about Halo 6. FIFA Yay. 3 Industries confirms Halo 6 is in development. Kind of. Jared has assured fans that Jared must work it in that free for free. Some I guy assume. called Jared has assured fans that Halo Six or whatever the new game will be called wasn't impacted by uh, Fire Team Raven because of the cabinet is not being manufactured by Free for Free Industries. He also confirmed the studio was working on their next major console game, just like the Halo books and toys. The arcade uh, product wasn't being created in. Create, created inside um, of the next major installment of the franchise. So, if you don't know what Fireteam is, that's that new um, arcade game, the new Halo yeah. arcade game that some people are excited for, which I'm like, I really couldn't care. Like, cool, why not? Sure. But, yeah, so this just pretty much confirms they are working on a new Halo, which we all knew anyway. Will we called Halo 6? We don't know, but it is happening. I pretty much put this one in there for Dan only. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, Halo. I mean, I'm excited for a bit, I guess. Yeah, I'm just doesn't sound like it. Though. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Fortnite, Gary. We have to talk about yeah. Fortnite at least once a week on this show. Fortnite jetpacks, shotgun, limited time mode going to be live this week. Fortnite will put the spotlight on jetpacks and shotguns uh, with the new enclosed encountered limited time mode this Friday. Epic rolled out jetpacks in Fortnite's V point. V4.2 content update earlier this week. Jetpacks are already switching up gameplay. With that added mobility, they give players close encounters will be sh- will shake up things, and even more focusing on close quarter combat. You must be super hyped for more Fortnite so stuff. You can see how happy you are. For so it. hyped. Maybe this next story will get you a little bit hyper. Sunset Overdrive, possibly headed. Two PC. Now, you must be thinking, why am I putting this in there? Sunset Overdrive could be coming to a PC following its exclusive debut on the Xbox One. A listing for Sunset Overdrive PC was spotted by Twitter user Nibelian on the Korean uh, Korean game rating board. The reason I have put this on here, even though it's a PC, does this mean? Does this mean? Do I dare to say it? Don't, don't, don't. Say Does it. this mean you're gonna jinx they it. still care about Sunset Overdrive number one and number two oh. that we could one day see a Sunset Overdrive two? Oh, he jinxed it, guys. He jinxed it. No. What do you think? I'd love one, but so I. I doubt it. Alan Wake went to P, like, did the PC thing, got loads of sales on PC, and we don't have another one. <sighs> That's a really good point. Yeah. 
that hurts. Sorry. That hurts Sorry a little that bit. Guy. That, that like, hurts a little bit. I didn't want you to get too excited and too invested. Besides, like, if you don't, and then it happens anyway, it'll be even more surprising. And you might cry on, like, a live stream or something. Sunset would not make me cry. I'd be super excited, but I wouldn't cry. Let's just make yeah, that very clear. Not. Okay, fine. I'll allow it. Sorry, sorry. It's all right. Sorry. It's all right. We Happy Few denied classification by Australians rating board. Uh, we Happy Few has been denied classification in Australia, although the reason behind the decision hasn't been specified. The game was refused classification this week based on Australia's national classification code, which states video games uh, that depict, express, or otherwise deal with matters of sex, drugs, uh, or... Roll. Or addiction, crime, violence, pretty much anything. Um, <laughs> anything fun, uh, prohibited in such a way, fun in video games, let me clarify, um, that they offend against the standards of uh, minorities, minorities. There's a lot of stuff. Morality. Morality and some other bullcrap. All right? We good? I'm just making sure you're saying that right. Yeah, I know, right I know, I know. I appreciate you. That's what I do. Sorry, Australia. You're not getting it. I'll be honest, I played it in preview. What I played, Damn. you're not missing much. Um, yeah. well, you know, especially now that it's a full price $60 game. I suppose it could turn out good. Maybe. I mean, I haven't looked at it for like two and a half years or something like that, so it could be... It might have improved. Hmm. Probably end up playing it when it comes out, either way, so... We shall see. We shall see. Just Cause developer Avalanche Studios opens a third studio in Sweden. Nothing for that one. No pop for that one. Avalanche Studios, the developer behind Just Cause series and Mad Max. I enjoyed Mad Max, what I played. Has opened a third office in Sweden. I'm not even going to try and make up names. Thank you. The Sweden, uh, the studio has founded, founded in Stockholm in 2003, has opened a second studio in New York office in 2011, and the first studio is reported to be working on a current and feature, uh, future IP, particularly relatively small and flexible projects, which rest on solid foundation of a AAA production values and award-winning technology. Okay. Cool. I cool. hope you're happy. Last, the news this week's been pretty nah, apart from one it's piece. three, you know, it's, it's like... Exactly, exactly. There's only one piece that really has got me, like, very excited, but we'll get to that very soon. Ubisoft have revealed more details on Rainbow Six Siege, Operation Parmar Bellum, hope I said that correct, Parabellum, yeah. One of the largest updates for the game so far, including two new Italian operators and gameplay improvements. Uh, this was announced earlier this month alongside two new operators, and Ubisoft have gone into more details on the season two update following the Pro League finals, which I actually watched. Um, it's described as one of the largest content updates yet uh, for the game, with the par- Parabellum Valley uh, map promising to be the most competitive map to date. Uh, the map update uh, the map brings two new defenders operators with it, uh, Alibi and. Mysterion? Alibi and Maestro? Nah, I bullshit. Nah, don't believe you. It's true. Alright, cool. Members of the same uh, Italian group, Della blah 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 blah, the GSI (laughs) unit. I'll be honest with you. What did I say? No, I just, I'm using the acronym GIS. Oh, okay. I'll let you off. Also, 
they're also bringing in the 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 pick and ban system uh laid out the roadmap earlier this year is part of the update allowing players to veto operators during the selected phase which i really enjoyed it this is really cool um gameplay updates include buff to the clubhouse map and echo operator as well as deployed bulletproof cameras new counter diffuser animation drop shotting adjustments thank god the drop shotting got really bad for a while yeah. um yeah weapon site uh misalignment adjustments new observation tool management operation speed adjustments so a ton of new stuff coming to rainbow and you know what that means gary you're gonna hear about it all on this goddamn podcast because i'm going back yeah is, is that all i get is that all i get it's a little smirk i gave you a yay sick i gave you a yay i'm sick of it the big news though about rainbow is the one that i care about I don't care what Lucy says in chat. Rainbow Six is about to run at seven no seventeen twenty eight p on the Xbox One X, and will only run at fourteen forty p on the PS4 Pro. Quote: We've increased the resolution to seventeen twenty eight p on the Xbox One X, um, and fourteen forty p on the PS4 Pro, while keeping fifty percent of the rendering scales just as it uh, just as it used to be. We're working to di- dramatically increase rendering scales whenever performance allows it. That way, we'll get an improved render quality in less complex scenes while maintaining sixty fps at all times and dynamically regulating the rendering scales. We do not. Don't know yet when dynamic scaling will be implemented. So the Xbox One X is finally going to get um, an update patch for Rainbow. I like to see a lot of people on there um, doing it, so that's dope. Uh, on the, the subreddit, good. people were really asking for this, and having an Xbox One X, I'm happy for it. Whenever they're going to improve good. things, I'm yeah. like, cool, let's do it. Listening to their fans and stuff. You this know, is the one that actually got me excited. Like better frame rates means it's going to run better, which means I'm going to have the edge over my opponents. And you need all the and edges. You need it when it comes to rainbow. <laughs> exactly. Um, this is Gar- the one that gets me tired. A trademark. Do you want to take it then? Feel free. Oh shit! I didn't realize there was one in between there. Uh, I'll take this one, you can have the next one. A trademark for Outriders uh, has been filed by Square Enix. The trademark spotted by Gamatsu was filed on May 18th, 2018, with the European Union Intern... Intellectual. (sighs) Thank you. Yeah, I can't sign that one out. Property Office, the EUIPO. Square Enix is yet to announce anything related to the trademark, but considering it was filed as game software and entertainment services, it is quite possible Outriders is the new is the name of the game that will soon be announced by the publisher. E three, E three. Speaking of E three, Gary. Yeah, this is my this is the exciting one for me. I love this for last year, so I'm gonna read it. Devolver Digital will be hosting a big fancy press conference for E three twenty eighteen. The press conference will be held on June 10th at 4am UK, so on June 11th, live via Twitch. Devolver Digital promises this year's conference will feature, quote, actual game reveals, end quote, but has warned viewers to also expect, quote, blood and, quote, possibly loss of life. The publisher held its first ever E3 press conference last year, and I'm not going to read that part because we don't have a link. Um... 
Yeah, I loved Devolver Digital's press conference last year. The it only one I skipped last year. Wow. Wow. It, it was the it, best I watched one. the beginning of it and it weren't feeling it, I'll be honest. It was the best one. Okay. And I'm really looking forward to another one. Another one? Sorry, I couldn't help it. Um, yeah, I, I didn't watch it. I don't know how it's going to be. We shall see. I think I'll do a reaction to it like I do all the other It'll ones. So, cool. Trust me. Uh, the Division 2 will arrive before April 2019. Ubisoft revealed the time frame for the sequel in the company's 2017-2018 earnings report. The Division 2 was announced in March, although details were sparse at the time. Uh, E3 next month is set to be the game's big unveiling. So, now The Division 2, alongside The Crew 2, won't be the only big games for the company within the next 12 months. Ubisoft also mentioned an unannounced franchise title will come out Watch before dogs. April. Who said that? No way, it's too early, isn't it? I don't know, it could be Splinter Cell. It depends it's going to be Splinter Cell, what are we talking about? It depends what they want to do with Assassin's Creed and uh, Watch Dogs, because the plan was they were going to leapfrog each other. It's definitely going to be... But it's probably going to be Splinter So, thank you for reminding me about that. Yeah, NBA 2, NBA, Playground 2, won't release on May 22nd as originally planned. Sabre Interactive announced the delay on the official NBA Playground Facebook account. The developer said the sequel was pushed back because there are exciting things brewing with the NBA Playground franchise that we think will take arcade basketball to the next level. I'm guessing that means some sort of branding deal of some sort. I feel like that's the only thing that would have delayed this because the game must be done. Um, must especially be. especially with it meant to have been out yesterday. So I'm yeah. guessing it must have been something that... Some sort of branding deal or something that they want to add in just before release to give it that extra oomph. Yeah. I mean, it can't be a major game feature. Otherwise, no. You know. Or they're lying, flat out lying, and it's just bugs. Could be, could be, yeah. Won't be the first time. Yeah, we'll see. Microsoft and Rare have revealed Sea of Thieves new content. The first expansion, The Hunger and Deep, will arrive on May 29th. Uh, In the first trailer for the free content expansion, a one-eyed pirate tells of the ancientic dangers in the deep that the earliest seafaring folks learned how to summon we'll have to wait and see what exactly that means for gameplay when it launches near the end of the month new content is coming gary we sat here tell us what the new content was no no i don't care but it is coming and we have a release date for it end of the month i will check it out i will check it out for sure, because that game with content would be really good. Would be fun. Yeah. We did speak about that as well in the AC Fungos. You've heard it, so there you go. You know we did. You, on the other hand, haven't. Um, a short one, but an important one, and I'm doing this one for Ross Miller. Shout out to him. Rest in peace. You made it look like he was dead. Though. He is Sorry. dead. He is dead. Is he? Oh, yeah, is that yeah, how... yeah. oh okay. Sorry, if you yeah, leave the yeah. podcast, you die. Joseph, oh, okay. dead. Sorry, right. Kevin Tarney, rest, dead. Rest Ross Miller, dead. My bad. I didn't mean to... to insult your name how dare you sir how dare you sorry but this one was for us salty shores update rocket league hits the beach on may 29th the next content update is all about rocket league fun in the sun starting with the affidimal salty shores our brand new seaside arena as our sunniest map to date salty shores should keep the sun summertime vibes going 
year round as a permanent addition to all online playlists. There you go. Happy? That one's for you, Ross. That one for you. Rest in peace. Pour one up. Um, yeah, sure. I'm anything to pour out. It's cool. I got you. Should we talk a little bit about E3 real quick? I mean, yeah, why not? It's, why not? it's, it's, it's coming. Thing, right? It's coming. coming. Microsoft's Xbox E3 2018 press conference is maybe two hours long. He says hoping not. That's really long. He says hoping not. Like, seriously? Um, longer than normal, right? Xbox presser will kick off on June 10th at 1pm PTT, um, which is 9pm BMT, and that's all we care about. It's said to be a two-hour-long event. Oh, God. Microsoft's previous media briefing usually were around 19 minutes in length. The conference length is visible, uh, adding the event to its own calendar. Quote, here at Xbox, we're working hard and getting ready for the big show. We'll be kicking off things with our annual Xbox E3 briefing, uh, 2018, which you can watch live on Sunday, June 10th at 9pm GMT. Microsoft wrote last month during the briefing, um, during the briefing, you'll have a chance to check out everything from in-depth looks at previous announced games to trailers for unannounced titles coming in 2018 and beyond beyond you can watch the xbox e3 2018 briefing live blah 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 blah, blah. gary yeah please tell me you're with me and saying two hours is way too two long. hours is too long way unless, too long unless we've been severely underestimating the how much they've got to show us at e3 <laughs> two hours is way too long they've got to pack that show and really pack it for it to to justify being two hours yeah, I just... Mm, no, I don't think they can. I pff, I really hope they have their shit together if this is two hours long. And that means we're going to get an in-depth look at Fable 4 and whatever Playground's working on and some Coalition, other stuff. Coalition's Halo, new game, Halo. Like, I am do not want stage filler. Like, I do not need... In Phil, I'm losing trust. Um, I do not need Phil on stage talking for a long time. I do not need anybody else. I want games, 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 games. That's it. That's all I want right now. Xbox, I do not have time to hear Xbox whine and say sorry about anything. I do not have time to see more about Crackdown. I do not have time to hear about Sea of Thieves. Just give me more new games, new IP, new games, something with a story, something that isn't multiplayer centric, a single player, great single player game, please. Those are the things I want. If you're going to fill it with two hours of the things I want, cool, but I do not want two hours of filler. Bring back Scalebound. Did you see that popped up on the store the other day by mistake? Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's why I mentioned it. <laughs> do, you think, do you think it could be? Anything's possible. I guess. Anything's possible at Ethering. I guess. Anything? Can I be there? Yeah. Anything's possible at E3. I just imagine you're just going to rock out. Now that you've got your in with AC, you're just going to rock out on stage, that's, right? That's what we spoke about afterwards. It was like, yo, yeah, yeah. how do I get on stage at E3? Don't worry, fix. I got you. Yeah, yeah, of course, so, yeah. Apparently not. Uh, next up, we're going to run through these last ones because we're going a little bit long. Uh, EA acquires Gamefly. Um, 
it's mainly for their cloud basing uh, software. Uh, the team was all based out of Israel. It's looking like EA is going to expand its business to uh, cloud gaming. So cool. Cool. Uh, the next big one is Miramar uh, for PUBG. Update 14 is live, so you can download the update now uh, for Xbox One and Xbox One S and the Xbox Original, obviously. Overall performance is significantly improved, apparently. Uh, full patch good. notes are inside. I could not run through them all, even if I wanted to. Um, there is so much there. Um, there's stuff it's about like frame rate. Yeah, there's stuff about. <laughs> I did add it here just so I could sort of try and talk about it. But there's a ton of bug fixes and stuff. So if you want to know about that, go to the official uh, PUBG website about Xbox um, and games with gold this month. We have got Super Mega Baseball from May first to May thirty first. Mm. We have got Metal Gear Solid V from the Fan- uh, Phantom Pain from May sixteenth to June fifteenth. You cannot get that anymore, but you can get Gary's favourite, which is Vanquish, from May 16th to May 31st. So, you should do that. You, you should, should, you should do, do that. Gary. Yeah. People can email in. Where can what? they email in? What? Uh-oh, I fucked this up last time. My people... Xbox and Me podcast at gmail.com. No, you, 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 you need to be on the ball, son. On the ball. It's my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com and get their questions, comments, concerns, and all that good stuff read out loud. So let's jump into one. It says, Hello, you sexy men. I hope you are both well, kicking butt, and playing some games. My question is, what are your thoughts on the new Call of Duty? And Call of Duty! Black Ops 4 reveal. Personally, it made me laugh when they said they were being more innovative than ever before. Your lover, Mr. Moody. So, Call of Duty! Shout out to Kevin Tarney. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> what did you think of the reveal? Did you like it? Did you watch it? Do you care? Didn't watch it. No, um, I didn't watch I'm it. I'm not either. a massive Call of Duty person. Uh, sorry, Call of Duty. I'm not a massive person. Um, but um, it's interesting that they're changing things up a lot. Um, no single player? No single player. That's how Battle Royale. has been coming for a while. If I the Battle like... Royale is good, I will buy this year's Call of Duty. I mean, I'm gonna play it anyway. So if if the battle royale is good, it's good. You know, like there's only like two major battle royale games. You know, it's... I, that's the thing. Like you, you guys were talking about on the Words About Games podcast, and Keith was saying there's too many battle royale games. I was like, but there's only two good ones. There's only two major ones. There's, and there's two... not even that many. There's... The, there's only a lot announced for sure, but there's not that many out. <laughs> well, there's only there's only two of them now. I don't care. Yeah. If, look how many RPGs there are. There's only a couple that are actually yeah. really good. <laughs> there's like, too many RPGs, like said, no one ever. Yeah, like, no, but you know what I mean? Like, so there's only yeah. two good ones at the moment. And if Call of Duty can put that Call of Duty polish on a Battle Royale game, and it 100%. is 100 people, which is being rumoured it actually is. Um, that would be amazingly impressive. Yeah, I, I, I'm super interested. I feel like I won't be good at it, but... I'm actually quite interested. It could be the thing that actually gets me to play Call of Duty day in, day out. Because I've never really been into Call of Duty multiplayer because I'm not that good at it. Um, It's just a little bit too fast-paced for me. That's the only thing I do worry about with this Battle Royale. It's going to be super fast-paced. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's going to be faster-paced than PUBG for sure. Oh, yeah, but that's why I like PUBG because of how slow it is and meticulous and... I get to shoot you in the head and stuff like that, so... I'm a bit interested slash concerned about the vehicles... In Call yeah. of Duty Battle Royale, like there's going to be air vehicles, really? <laughs> what it kind of defeats the object of Battle Royale, in my opinion? Yeah. But then again, Fortnite's got jetpacks now, so yeah, true. 
Who does? does? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even pay attention during the show. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, the, the reveal did nothing for me. Uh, I had people come in my chat and tell me everything. Um, I watched, yeah, went and watched backs and stuff. They didn't actually show the Battle Royale stuff that I w- cared about, so that was sort of it. I think it's actually hilarious how people are just letting them get away with the single player. The fact that, like... No single player, no one. There hasn't been a big, big, big fuss about it, which to me is crazy. They are taking a huge feature away from people and not really caring about it. And the fact that they didn't admit that they were working on a single player and they're like, oh, no, we were never working on one. When we know they was, because it's been confirmed they were, and it just didn't come together, is like... Yeah, 100%. It's interesting for the next Call of Duty, though. Like, next year's Call of Duty, which has been in development at this point. Two years. For two years. Yeah. So, is that going to have a single player? Is that going to have Battle Royale? Yeah, I think... Battle Royale mode? Like, what what are they going to do? I think it will have a single player. I think it will have a single player, and, like, it'll be like, oh, single player's back! And bigger and better before! That will be actually how they'll do it. They'll actually be like, single player's back, guys! We did it! We brought it back! innovating! Like... <laughs> Use that fucking word about Call of Duty. You're fucking mad. They're innovating by making a fucking battle royale game. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, we will, we will see. We will see. Um, and the next one says with Phil Spencer saying the next email, which you can email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. You should do it right now. With Phil Spencer saying he wants to support Japanese brands on the Xbox show at E3. What do you think it could mean in terms of games? Current games being brought over, like Yakuza. New entries for games like Lost Odyssey or uh, Blue Dragon. Or completely new JRPG franchises. Dragon Dogma Online is currently only available in Japan and on PC and PS4 only. And was released four years ago. I would love to see that brought over onto the Xbox One. Keep up the good work, guys. Dan. I think okay so do you want what i think or do you want what i want oh well i always want what you want but how about both one and the other we'll go we'll go okay we'll go i think we're just gonna see um partnership deals with like we saw with uh final fantasy 15 so we might get like a a more in-depth showing of final fantasy 15 uh dlc uh along with some other japanese games uh that we already know about getting some just add add-ons and maybe some partnership deals there um that's what i think is going to happen what i want to happen is we see yakuza come over we see uh dragon's dogma come over uh we see obviously persona come over four and five in a compilation package we see a ton of stuff like that that's what i want to happen because i feel like it makes no sense for it not to be on xbox there is no good reason for it not to be on xbox the the, the the cost the money it must cost to bring over Yakuza um for Microsoft. Yakuza and Persona. Let's just start with those two. Surely they'll make that money back, just that alone. Which is that way is goodwill for the Japanese market on its own. Yeah. It, it gives them an option. Right now there's no option. Like, it doesn't sell well. Because you've got none of the games they care about. How can yeah. it sell well when they don't they can't play the games they want on your console? You can't just release one Japanese game on your console, which isn't one of the best, better Japanese games on your console, and they go, oh, it didn't sell well. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> like, of course but it didn't. It's the, and it's the fact of, like, 
let's say they did it now. Let's say they brought over Persona 5 right now. And be like, oh, it didn't sell well. You brought it over like 12 years late. Like, everybody's Accurate. already bought it on their PlayStation. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It just, to me, it just doesn't yeah. make sense. Um, it, that Those press releases that always, for Japanese games, that they'll always say it's coming to PS4. Or maybe it's coming to PC and PS4. It needs and to say it's coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Well, it should it's say Xbox it. One and PS4. Get the market oh, on way it. Around. So yeah, or get the market on it. But it needs to be it needs to come out day like, and day at the same time on both day yeah. and day. Yeah, and I feel like today was a really good day to wear my Persona T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to me, it, I like I love I love some JRPG G games. I'm not like the biggest fan. I'm not like don't let's not put me like as I'm the JRPG guy because I'm not. But it just doesn't make sense. Like, why are you just giving up the market? If you're pretending to care about the market, at least don't pretend and just care. Yeah. That's where it comes to me. It's like, go and get those games, number one, and then when the next Yakuza and Persona release, make sure they're on the Xbox bloody two day and day. Yep. You just, you can't win if you don't have. No, hundred percent. That's that's the thing. This doesn't it's, make sense. It's a self fulfilling like... prophecy. It's like we don't sell well. Japanese games don't sell well, but we don't sell well in Jap- Japan. It's like you're having games. Like you, like you get them like a year or two like after they've already come out on every other system, yeah. and then expect them to sell well. But it's things like Kingdom Hearts. Why is that two point five one the one that I need to play before Kingdom Hearts three comes? Why is that not on Xbox? That is the perfect game to be on Xbox with free coming to Xbox. Again, I get so angry about these things. I don't know do. why. It's just games. Yeah. I know. It, yeah, I know. I shouldn't really get angry, should uh, I? JRPG. I saw you got passionate work up. Do you know why? Because I found out Mulan was in it. I fucking love Mulan. Mulan is in it, yeah. I didn't know that. I never played yeah. the Kingdom Hearts game. Oh. I'm just passionate. Xbox. I'm just passionate. Yeah, well, exactly. Exactly. Just say yeah. Just say yeah. Yes. Let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here, Gary. What we got to plug this week? Uh, Twitch.tv slash words about games where I stream games and have a good time. I'm going to be doing one right after we've done this podcast. It's going to be we, fun. We're going to play. At Monster Prom. Oh. I've got a multiplayer thing set up with a bunch of peeps. Fuck you, then. You should play PUBG after. I, I don't want. I told you last week I'm not playing PUBG for Yeah, but I thought I could pull you back in. I thought I could. No, I'm not done for a f- at least a few weeks. I need, but Miramar's I need back tomorrow! Well, then Miramar can wait. Why have you got other friends? I only have you. That's not true. That's not true. You've got Haley as well. <laughs> Fine, I'll go watch 40, 13 Reasons Why. Fuck you. 14, um, reasons. 14 Years Why. Um, me, you can... YouTube.com slash MCFixer. Um, me and uh, Reese, who's now working for me on both channels, which is crazy, um, are working on some stuff, which is fantastic. Um, more content, regular content is going to be coming soon on the My Xbox and Me YouTube channel, which you should all go and subscribe to. Um, which Gary's done some great work over there. I've done some great work over there. We're all working together to try and get it better. We will figure out a schedule for content very, 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 very soon. Um, I'm just waiting to move. I am currently in the middle of moving. Um, internet should be back over there on the 5th, so I shouldn't miss E3. Oh, that's um, close. That's really close. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shit. If not, I will figure it out. Don't worry. You will still be getting E3 coverage from me. Um, besides that, if you have Twitch Prime, you have Amazon Prime, consider giving me a subscribe. If you're not giving it to me, 
give it to Gary uh, at twitch.tv slash words about games. Um, but that's how we live. Subscribers and YouTube subs and donations and patreon.com slash mcfixer. And we're trying to do things here. We really are. And things are only about to get harder. I'm being deadly serious with you guys. Um, so we really need support now. Like I say it like every week, but I, I really mean it. And people like, I think people may think I'm joking and stuff, but he's not, not like, like in like a, it's like a, I'm moving. So things are about to absolutely, I live in an annex right now. I'm moving to a flat, which that on its own means I'm paying like way more council tax and all these things that I didn't know about. <laughs> You're an adult now. Fitch. Yeah, trust me. So um, <laughs> definitely going to have to go and get another job again. So it'll be part-time content again, which is a shame, but we'll figure it out. But if you can stop that from happening, it is patreon.com slash mcfixer. Considering throw a couple bucks that way. I'd appreciate it. Apart from that, hope you enjoyed the um, AC Bongos interview. If you didn't, I'm sorry. If you did, maybe hit the subscribe button on iTunes or YouTube or any of these places we're talking about. If you're new here, I've been Gary. I've been Gary. He's been Gary. Him. I've been fixed. What? What? <laughs> and I'll see you all later. Bye. Bye.